Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. This is the Africa Watch on the Global Watch upper room. Eh? And I see a number of leaders from the Africa Watch. I see Pastor Sheldon, Pastor oh. Michael, Edward, and others that will join, but also a blessed old from the nations. I want to welcome Pastor Michael to give us welcome remarks and uh, a prayer, and then we ride on the tide of the Lord's Spirit. Thank you, thank you, Peter. God bless you all. Thank you, everyone. You are all welcome to the Africa Watch platform this morning, our time in Africa, your time, evening time, some of you, whatever time in Africa, uh, we have a joke. Uh, it says that God's time is the best. So either it's morning, afternoon, or evening, we know that we are at God's time. So I just want to welcome all of you again to the presence of the Lord. There's no better place to be than to be in the presence of our Heavenly Father. What a joy that we can come together, congregate together from different parts of the world, just to lift up our voice together and to celebrate our Abba Father. And also to just lift up our voice before him and to commit every pertinent issue that we have at the moment. So I really want to welcome all of you once again this morning. And I would like to say the opening prayer. And immediately after the opening prayer, I will play a song. And then we, we continue this morning. Pastor Peter is here this morning to God of God with us. And then we'll flow on with the, with the program of the day. And then immediately after the word, we receive a prayer response to the word from one of us, either Pastor Sheldon or our brother Pastor Femi at that time. And then we'll have a breakout session. So you're all welcome to the Africa Watch Ride. This is Jabulani, Africa. Get yourself ready for the African ride this morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, what a joy to be in your presence this morning. What a joy. We come to you. You're our Father. You're our God. You're our King. You're the hope. You're the strength of our salvation. You are the reason for our existence. We love you for who you are. We love you for the joy that you have given us to be your children. We love you for the privilege to even call you Abba Father. What a joy. What a privilege. What an opportunity. We are so grateful, Father. And we thank you, Lord. And with a heart full of gratitude, we come again this morning asking you, Father, come have your way in our midst this morning. Every aspect of this meeting, we entrust to your heart. Precious Father, lead us, guide us, and direct us. We thank you for your servant, Pastor Peter, that will open heaven upon him. As your word says in the book of Psalm 81, verse 10, the Bible says, you are the Lord that brought us out of Egypt. You say, open your mouth and I shall fill it. So Lord, as your son opens his mouth this morning, please fill him with the word of grace. Fill him with the word for now. And Lord, even as he shares with us, we pray, oh God, that even every one of us, we have um, the heart of understanding. We pray for clarity, oh Lord, of the communication. We also pray for our network, especially for those of us coming from the net from Africa, that our network will be stable this morning. And everything that we meant to do will go on very well to the glory and to the praise of your holy name. Thank you, precious Father. Have your way in our midst and let your name be glorified. 
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Indeed, we celebrate you this morning. Abba, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We honor you. We adore you, our Lord. Bless the Lord for all of you that are here this morning or whatever you are that evening or that afternoon. Yeah, we tonight, this morning, we want to discuss the issue of call to the world in relation to what we are going on uh, currently, and uh, we want to use this, the scripture as you see on the screen. Ezekiel chapter 23, son of man said to her, you are a land that is not, let me first change my, my view, because my screen is, okay. Um, I can read for you if you want. Okay, uh, don't, don't worry, I've done it. Son of man, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, said to her, You are a land that is not cleansed or reigned on in the of indignation. The conspiracy of her prophets in Armenis is like a roaring lion tearing the prey. They have devoured people, they have taken treasure and pictured things. They have made many widows in Armenis. Priests have violated my law and profaned my holy things. They have not distinguished between the holy and the unholy. No, have they made known the difference between the unclean and the clean, and they have hidden their eyes from my Sabbath, so that I am profane among them. Her princesses are like wolves tearing the prey to shed blood, to destroy people, and to get dishonest gain. Her prophets plastered them with untempered mortar, saying false visions and divining lies for them, saying, Thus says the Lord God, when the Lord had not spoken. The people of the land have used oppressions, committed robbery, and mistreated the poor and needy, and they wrongfully oppressed the stranger. So I sought for among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. Where, where we are now in, in the nations, um, we are looking at a situation where God is looking for one, or two or three, a man or woman, to come on the wall. The call to the wall is a call to a watch. In every situation generation, God can look at it, can do a situation analysis, as you see what he's doing here in Jerusalem. And we find most times that when he does that, he's, he's looking at the situation. Could you give me the screen again? He's looking okay. at the situation. He's looking at a situation whereby he went through the the social strata, he went through vast and three You see, he's pointing out a situation in the land. He's saying the land has to be cleansed or rained upon. Uh, the two are issue of uh, the Holy Spirit, repentance, and then pouring a fresh a refreshment, a fresh start, so that the Lord's anger is not upon us. But he's looking at the categories of people, looking at the prophets, then he looks at the, the priests, then looks at the princess, those are the officials, like the government and the police, the judiciary, the executive, and other things, the princess of those days. And then he looks into their state and you see they are all wanting. And then he says, okay, now let me go to the people of the land, the common man, and also realizes they're also in the same state. So he says, well, I sought for a man among them whom I would make a war. Now, the call to watch, Jesus told his disciples that pray, watch and pray in Matthew 26, 41. It's the question of being alert and sensitive 
to what the Spirit is revealing uh, in the various ways the Lord speaks to us uh, in, on, our, on the ways and the schemes of the enemy against you. But this call to watch, you can't pray before you watch. Often we watch, but we don't pray. Often we watch, but we don't pray. Many times the Lord reveals, many times the Lord inspires, especially at the individual level, especially at the individual level. And this flatness, you cannot watch before you build the wall. The first thing has to be the issue of building a wall. Why? Because the picture is the picture of a watchman. And the, in the early days, nowadays, in the, in the days of Christ, it is in the spirit. Cities were watched over when you have a, a farm wall. And that's the only time you can be at the gate or in the gap. And we are finding here three dimensions to this the calling that the Lord is asking us. That before we stand in the gap, we have to build the wall. And then there are three dimensions. The three dimensions are the individual as a believer being alert, but also as a community, a body of believers within your local church, within your community, within your city, within your nation, and globally. It, 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 then the third dimension is the issue of the end times. And the issue of the end times is about nations the purpose and the role of nations, each nation among the fellowship of nations in our day. I want to first draw back a little bit. Now at the individual level, if we have failed to, be, to build the wall, if you remember uh, Job chapter one, Satan testifies about Job and says, haven't you built a, a hedge around him? Exactly that. As individuals, when we are watchful and when we take heed to what the spirit is revealing, sensitivity, which begins in the prayer place, but also moves on 24-7. That's why we pray without season by the Holy Spirit. And you are alert. And then you pray at every moment. Suddenly the Lord Oh, yes, you could. It's fine. Then uh, suddenly the Lord will build a wall around you. You walk in open heaven. The eyes of the Lord will be upon you. Now, that is the individual part of it. But even as a community, we are meant to walk as a community. He said, I built my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So I want to bring it back to Ezekiel. The situation we are having today in our cities and our nations and continents, God looks into does the situation analysis like to Jerusalem and realizes that things are not in order. Things are bad off. There's corruption within the princes in every sphere at the term of governance and every sphere. But even individually, as a, uh, community members of the community, the such corruption, the such carnality, the such worldliness, even among the prophets and the priests who are supposed to stand in the gap. 
And then he sets himself a vision, the end picture of what he wants to see, and then sets himself to work. And at that moment, he has to look for a vessel. He has to look for a vessel. He has to look for a man or a woman to give him that. But his interest is the entire community. He begins with me at the individual level. And then he has done something beautiful for us to bring in community. Within the communities of the nations, he has built another community of his own of ambassadors. That's the body of Christ. So even as we do what we do, we have got to be interested in the body. We have got to be interested passionately for the church. We, where you are, you've got to be interested in others, other believers, other local churches, other dinos that uh, believe in, that we may build the vessel because only Christ is light to the world. Only Christ is the hope of the nations. All other methods will not work. Regardless of how the situations have gone bad, have gone bad, Christ is the hope of the nations. All the nations, whatever they're looking for in technology, in academia, in uh, good governance, good administration, others in humanism and atheism, others now in sexual perversions, all these, they're looking for one, that's the hope of the nations, Christ Jesus. But you and me have it. So the call to the world is individual that starts with you because he has to look for a man. But there's the element that we must mobilize, we must master the armies, we must look for the another person, who the person of Christ, the, the another body, another believer that we may begin to stand to build the wall and then stand in the gap. Now I want to take it to the issue of the end time. However, even as we do that, we need also to have in mind, I'm on telling my minutes, we have to have in mind that there's the end time call to this. The end time call to this is the issue of the nations. If we, you can post for us Matthew 25, if you look at uh, the, the, the few verses, uh, I think verse 31 and 32, 31 and 32, you, Notice that there, that one, when the son of he says, when the son of man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, and as a shepherd divides the sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Now, one other thing that me and you as a believer will have to understand in, in the end times. The Lord will look for nations, people groups. You and me belong to a nation. Acts 17 verse 26 to 21 says that from one blood, he made all nations and set, Matthew 17, 26 to 27, and set their appointed times, the season of existence, and then the boundaries. And in 27, it gives the reason why that we may seek him. Now, Time reaches when individual ministry may not work to change the tide around. Time reaches when just a denomination will not work. Time reaches when now the, the, the principality on the nation needs for the body to be mobilized as a nation. And actually we have entered the season where even now it calls for global cooperation. 
heart to heart, where the relationship is so deep that we've got to offset status quo through the global, because uh, nations in the situation we are in the last days, God is calling nations to stand in their position. Each nation has a call. You and me uh, can, can be standing the call of your nation. Uh, Michael, how many more minutes I have? Because I need not to write them much and bring it back. The things I'm telling you, we have walked to them from the, all the three steps. And we have seen the fruit, what it is. And, but it calls for death to self. It calls to death to selfish ambition, death to fear, death to individualism, much as we stand individually, the, the, the enemy has revealed to the sons of the enemy principles that change nations, that he is outrunning the body of Christ. He's outrunning us because we are stuck to the individual and our local church or local denominations. And yet the, now we are being hit at the principality level to the level that uh, the sons of the enemy are now in governance strongly. They're setting up laws. And the Bible says in Hebrews 7, 7 12, that where there's a change of the priest, it also necessitates the change of the law. In other words, we, when the, the priests who are ruling over the land say they are satanic, then even the law, the behavior, the policies, the character of the community will change. So you need me, I need you. You need your neighbor. So when it comes to the end time call of this call to the world or the watchman, nations have to arise, but the nations can't arise until the body of believers, the community, realize that we are a nation and I must need the one in the east, in the north, in the south, in the central, on whatever, and now for us in Africa, even we have a complex. We are tribal, one nation with nations. That I must appreciate, Michael, <laughs> if he's from, <laughs> regardless of what, whether they were tribal wars with woundedness, total spiritual woundedness, with historical issues. He say if you're in the Middle East and there's the Arab. There's the, the Jew, there's the, you have all the, the historical reasons to separate, to do whatever. The call right now that the Lord is calling us is that depth of community of believers, but that will manifest the, the end time call because right now nations have to manifest as nations. I want to finish with this one. We have, God, how do I bring this testimony? For like for currently we have the war in Ukraine. There are nations that are ordained in this current season to stand in certain positions. One of us received a vision of three pillars, three monuments. One was in Uganda, and it was a spiritual monument. And uh, to that, maybe other times, Uganda, we are called for spiritual, for spiritual walk in Isaiah 18 in the end times. But another was in America. It was a military and governmental monument. And another was in the in North Pacific, around the, around the Europe, around there. They didn't, it didn't show the exact nation where it was, but it was economic. And the voice of the Lord told him, there are three things that are ruling the nations. The spiritual, the military, which is governmental, 
and, and, and economic. And he said he gave the spiritual mantle to a small nation here in Uganda. I'm not going to detail that because I'm in Uganda now, but they also gave the military or governmental mantle on, on USA. And he said, if this spiritual mantle, the, the monument falls, 50% of the nations will walk away from God, and then the next one, a 30%, and then the remaining. If you realize most of the situations that we see, if each of those nations do not stand in scap as such a matter as this, <laughs> I don't mind where your bias is. Things go bad. So in the end time, the issue of your nation, even other nations, according to the tabernacle of David, the way they should determine, I'll finish with this, determine 32 verse 8. As the two, each of you and me are interlinked in the children of Israel as they were around the tabernacle of David, either east, north, south, or their character as you read about them in Genesis 49 and Exodus 33. Uh, That's the same way there's a calling of your nation towards other nations in this time. So I want to finish by saying the call to the world, we want to call forth. In, we're going to break out, call forth, beginning with Africa, since it's Africa Watch on the Global Watch, call forth the watchmen to begin to, to come forth from Africa, to stand in our gap as nations in Africa, such a time as this, in the end times. But also we want to see that, we also call forth from our, each of us, begin to appreciate that we need the community, the body of Christ in our nations, in our city, in our township. And then also we have to realize that as a nation, you as a person, you have a nation. That nation will stand before God. And God in his, in his working, when he does a situation analysis, he looks for one, he begins with you and me. And when you and me stand, then you bring a body of believers around you. And in that you can stand as a nation. And the Lord, by the power of his spirit, by the power of the blood of Christ, will cleanse and then power the spirit and will see revival in these end times. It's not yet over until when the Lord says it's over. Oftentimes we think, well, the things is too bad. No, even Christ the Son doesn't know the day when he will come. Why? The Father is, has unfailing love. There's always another day for him, another chance. Not just a second chance or second day, but another as long as the world is, there is room for us to stand in the gap, build a wall, breathe a hedge of glory around our individual lives, our marriages, our local churches, our cities, our nation, and the spirit of the Lord can work powerfully. I'll stop it there and uh, welcome us to go into the few prayer items that we are going to handle, but let me just read them from, from, you're going to have them, Michael will post them. One will call forth watchmen in Africa to stand on the altar of God, according to Isaiah 1919. And two will pray against the pressure of donor nations on Africa government to institute mandatory vaccination. In the rooms you will go deeper, Isaiah 25 talks about when the powerful comes to, to enforce on the weaker, but the Lord stands for the weaker nations. Pray against racism towards Africans in Ukraine. 
And in this, we have a small video which I'm going to play before we go into justice. Because the Lord says that He sees His words from one end of the earth to the other in Psalms 46, 9 to 10. And then we pray for the Jews in Ukraine and Israel at large. Yes. Edward? Yeah. Th th thank you so much. Let us just receive this word. This is a timely word that is coming to us as intercessors. And I want to thank the Lord for God's servant for bringing that counsel of God to us at such a time like this. Let's just receive this together. Holy Father, we thank you for bringing your word to us. Thank you for your commitment to the Ecclesia. Thank you for your commitment to every word that you have spoken to your church. Thank you for the revelation of this three dimension of that which is the fulfillment of your intention and how that you have called us as individuals, you've called us as community and you are calling us our nation, an end time nation to establish your purposes and to see your fulfilled across the nations. Thank you for the role of your church. Thank you for what you intended to do as you bring us together not just as, as individuals who have been called, who have been commissioned, but as a community, as a church, who has also been granted onto, onto such insights about what you are doing. And just as you intended to knit us up together as a nation, we receive this word that you have sent to us through your servant, and we plead with you, eternal Father, that you will steer in us as intercessors to realize this which you are doing. You've said that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar nation. And this summed up this counsel of yours, which you have intended that through us, you will show forth the praises of you across the nations and you will bring nations at your feet. You will establish your council and you establish your throne amidst the nations. Lord, we ask, oh God, as you're raising the monument of the spiritual, as you're raising the monument of the military power, as you raise the monument of economy power, we ask that all these three monuments will find organic expression in the ecclesia, that your church will begin to wield significant spiritual influence that will be able to wield influence even amongst the past that be, that we also have a significant influence even in the, in the economy. Lord, we ask eternal father that you will bring to us such help at such a time like this, that we will rise even into our identity as ecclesia. And we ask, oh God, as African intercessors, that you will help us to acknowledge this critical identity that you have given unto us, that we are reality, that we can step into this uh, priestly office effectively. We ask, oh God, we know that as you bring us into this priesthood, you can also uh, disannul any law that works contrary to the establishment of your purpose. We ask, oh God, that by but you introduce us, oh God, again into this which you want to do at such a time like this. Even in, at such an end time move of yours, we ask, oh God, that you will help us to enter into it with consciousness of what you are doing. We ask that you will knit us up together, that you will cause us to be binded together with 
the call of unity and love that will be able to fulfill this counsel of yours effectively. We pray, oh Lord, that individually you will stir in us the passion, the consciousness, that as community you will stir in us the passion and the consciousness, and that Lord, as an ecclesia, as a church, oh God, you will stir up in us such consciousness and such passion in the name of Jesus. We confess, Lord, our helplessness, even at such a time like this, and we ask, oh God, that you will be our help. We seek your face, oh God, that you will come to help us. You will come to assist us. We plead with you, oh God, that of ourselves we can do but nothing. And we seek your face that, Lord, you will steer in us that consciousness that you are there with us and you have given unto us the scepter of authority to weed this influence across the nations. We thank you because you've answered. We pray with thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Before we break out just a minute of a video of racism in uh, Ukraine. I'm a lady, they might let me in. So I was right there by the steps and the guy by the train, I don't know what they're called. Yeah, this guy literally, he's a big man. He pushed me off the steps. And then I tried to get on again. He pushed me, but he kept saying ladies first. So I looked at him and said, I'm a lady. And he just stared at me and looked away. Made way and he let uh, Ukrainian women pass. Only Ukrainian women. There was another black lady behind me. I don't know, I do not know her, but the two of us were standing right there and watching all this happen. So we could do nothing and we just stood there and looked the guy closed the door we tried to rush to the next wagon same thing was happening so the, the train just the train just left us yeah i was just i was shocked because i did not know the extent of the racism i did not know i thought maybe okay fine i'm a lady so obviously they'll let me in because that's the rule so i just i was in shock i was shocked i was shocked i wasn't even afraid i was shocked i actually just stood there and stared like i've seen some videos circulating of the same kind of thing happening and with the guys it's worse and i've seen another one where they were literally being dragged out of the train like they had a chance to get into the cabins but then they were dragged out the whole way not just by the door but they were dragged out welcome back from the flight it was so short uh, but we thank god that we are together amen and amen great now more than ever folks now more than ever i want to read ephesians 3 verse 20 it says now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us to him be glory in the church and in christ jesus throughout all generations forever and ever father we thank you that now more than ever we see your hand moving across the nations we thank you that you are continually uprooting and exposing the wicked schemes that have been set in place for so long and this is the hour that your ecclesia are arising with the answers of hope the answers of love the answers of joy and peace that are flowing in our hearts knowing that our king jesus is the one that reigns and that at his name every knee shall bow every tongue will confess that you alone are the lord and the king and the creator and the maker of all things today we honor you as we stand together across the nations praying asking of you lord jesus we thank you that our prayers are not a brass ceiling they are heard from heaven because jesus you have made a way for us you have given us access to the throne of the father to speak these things from the depths of our heart and we know that you set an order and your angels do your word 
And so we honor you today. I bless you for my brothers and sisters as we unite our voices and declare the praises of our King. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. 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 Michael, I'll hand over to you if we all just want to. Yes, uh, thank you very much, uh, Brother Sheldon. Thank you all for joining us this morning. We really want to say God bless you all uh, for joining us this morning on the Africa Watch.